the Tea Health Show, medical lifestyle show. Good morning, I'm Dr. Mark, and indeed this is the Tea Health Show, and in studio, as always, um, my producer, uh, Piwe, you are looking vivacious as ever. Thank you so much. And um, Sister Elise, Elise, morning. Good morning. So, we've decided to take a light-hearted look, I think, at some of the effects of menopause, not only on um, the patient herself, but on what that means for the, her partner, whether it be male or female, husband or lover. So um, let's, let's start and let's just give a quick overview about menopause because I think there's, there's such a misconception um, with women and you know what more so with men about actually how pervasive menopause is and the menopausal symptoms and actually from when it starts because um, it doesn't only start when a woman stops mentra- menstruating it starts years before that and it also doesn't start when a doctor is telling you you are in menopause now yeah yeah that, it's, that's it's, a very important factor you only you will know i'm changing we i cruised along in a four by four over the roughest terrain and it was a easy ride then suddenly i'm in this old um, banked up Land Rover And every ditch is a problem for me That is when you need to start Thinking about menopause Is maybe It's so interesting um, Simpi where we have so many Patients that Present to us in the Practice um, And they say you know what I have Been from doctor To doctor From specialist to specialist And no one can tell me what's wrong with me. And very often, these are women between, Elise, help me if I'm wrong, the ages of about 45 to 50, 53? Yes, but we also do see patients younger, like especially, 58. Um, yeah, you know what, actually, especially patients that have either had a hysterectomy for one or other reason, um, but ovarian sparing hysterectomies. You know what? We had one of those patients again yesterday, 40, 48, but with uh, symptoms and the biochemistry of someone 15 years older than she. Hectic. That's your. So, um, and you know what? We, we see, because we see a lot of these patients, um, the observations that we are making is that, you know what, um, when we remove your uterus, your ovaries, although they there and functioning, are not functioning as well as they used to or are, dare I say that, supposed to. Yes, I think you're right. Um, Definitely. And then we see also... A lot of patients presenting to us with the signs of menopause, premature menopause, if I can call it that, um, who has been on um, oral hormonal contraceptives. 
specifically with with some some brands, and I will not name them. Um, so let's go through the stages of menopause, Elise perimenopause. This is the stage before menopause, and this this um, according to the new classification starts from the age of about forty three. Yes, my correct, and carries on to the age of fifty. You perimenopausal. You are. Before menopause What are the main symptoms Because you know In the studio You've the only one That's been there <laughs> Sure something So what, what do I need To look out for girl <laughs> I'm a bit worried I'm looking at the time And I'm like Who So These women Usually comes to us And say Their biggest issue Is weight gain And Uncontrolled Uncontrolled yeah. And um, related to changing of eating habits, etc., etc. Then the second thing is pain. They call, they tell us they've got aches all over their bodies, especially joints, Expe- especially joints, and then the 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 tiredness, the extreme fatigue, mm. no energy for anything. Where it was a normal thing to make up the bed in the morning They don't do that anymore They expect the husband to do the bed now You know, stuff like that is happening um, I, I remember Elise and I were sitting um, And we were recording an episode of Real Health um, And <laughs> out of the blue, Elise said I love my husband, but I can't stand him <laughs> And you know, what? we were live And I, I had to try and keep my post <laughs> But you know what, that's exactly what some of these women present with, a decreased libido, a decreased sex drive, and it's, ugh, you know what, I'll do it, because um, Elisa's second favorite thing to say is, it's like an old Ford, you know what, it takes a hell of a long time to to turn that that thing, but when it starts, it's okay. It's it's, it's going for a while, <laughs> and it will go. But you know what? Um, it, it is that we also see a change in um, the the sexual side for women. That's that's like for men. As we go through andropause, um, uh, you know, and our testosterone, and at least this is for testosterone levels in women back. Yeah, decrease. I just want to go back. This is the most confusing time of the stages of menopause. Remember, it's a group of things happening: perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. So, in the perimenopause side, you think you're crazy. Totally crazy because you've got these mood swings, which is a huge thing as well. Brain fog and memory loss. Yeah. Um, mood swings was the biggest one for me. One minute I am so happy I can change the world. And the next minute somebody just pisses me off with one syllable. Or a look. Or a look. And yeah. then I would think... What are you doing in my life? I don't need you. And then the next minute I will cry because I felt like that about this person saying mm. things, mm. etc. Mm. And that's very confusing for women. And the, today, the one thing that I would like to get out of this podcast is for friends, moms, sisters, nieces, 
cousins, please talk to one another about this because it's still a taboo thing. You don't share with people how you feel. This is also the stage where women, and I'm talking about myself, sift through the people around you. Who am I keeping? Who am I letting go? Because I'm not. The tolerance to bullshit becomes exactly quite quite um, space. Space. That's to, to put it that way. So, Biwi, this is unfortunately where a lot of our patients are, and um, you know what? They go to their doctors, and physically, there's nothing wrong with them. And then we go and look at their blood results. And we had that patient in our office yesterday. Mm-hmm. We looked at her blood results and the blood results were normal. And then there's one that's just slightly out of tune with the rest. And a lot of, you know, it, it took us a, a lot of studying, a lot of experience, um, a lot of Patient experience and patient feedback to actually see that. And I, you know what? I cannot put enough emphasis on this. You do not necessarily have a bad doctor. Your symptoms are so nondescript. And when we do special investigations, nothing comes up. And this is where at the T clinic, I think we were a little bit different because, um, the experience between Sister Elise and myself and that what we learn from our patients by talking to them weekly um, does enable us to recognize signs, which your other doctors can say, there's nothing wrong, it's okay, here's an antidepressant. I think that's where we can come in with um, just to remind the people out there what we actually look at, and that is um, we look at Physical changes That's during our consultation We ask you about your physical changes We ask you about your mental changes We ask you about your emotional changes Sexual changes sexual changes And then we bring the biochemistry in And you know what Elisa I need to add to that We look at things like Simple simple changes in behavior Sleep yeah. You know, and we, you know what we've had this, um, some people we had these sleep podcasts hygiene. about sleep. Sleep routine, um, very important. Weight, <laughs> weight and dietary changes, yeah. energy changes, mood, fatigue, those things. So, you know, it, this is a very, very complex diagnosis. I think that's where the make. word change of life happened, happened. Yeah, because it's, it's full of bloody changes exactly. and you can't describe <laughs> them. Okay. So, um, and I think this is where men are from Venus, women are from somewhere else in the The universe. other way around, mister. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm being ganged up on? <laughs> so, okay. It's a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there's no out. That's the problem. Um, you know, let's move on to menopause, Elise. And, and now, you know what, menopause is always defined as a, a period where after a certain amount of months, and I think the last one was nine months where you have not had um, a, a menstruation, that now you are in menopause. A regular, regular um, period. But now that's changed. Yeah. Menopause now is classified by age, whether you are 
um, still menstruating regularly or not, and that age starts at 50. So when you're 50, you are in menopause. Yep. Okay. Now, I know a lot of my friends, um, Carrie, good morning. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of friends that are close to their 50s and not experiencing any symptoms, regular periods, healthy, blah, blah, blah. Um, menopause is defined now as that stage of life where, in inverted commas, you know what, you are past your reproductive years. Am yes. I correct, Elise? Yes. Um, but please don't. Don't take our word for it. <laughs> you you can. You, 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 we've seen patients who suddenly um, realize that, okay, it's not because my period's irregular. I'm pregnant. Yes. Ooh. So Ooh, be very different plots with completely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, suddenly it's, um, yeah, but my kids are, I am a grandmother. Yes. <laughs> so it's that stray egg that was suddenly released. released and then, yeah. So that can also be a problem. Okay. So Elise, um, symptoms of menopause. The, okay. the one that I think of most is the one that you always complained about, um, sweating and hot flushes. Absolutely, but I think I I would like to start with um, there's a, a folklore going around that women, when they get to the age of 50, they don't take shit from anybody anymore. They say what they want to say. They just reached or they became of age, I would like to say it in that sense. That is part of your Change mentally, mm. emotionally, etc. It doesn't give you the right to be that bitch that people say you are. You know okay. what, Simpiwa, if you do not know, Elisa's, Elisa's met most of them. I have seven different people in my head. One of them is a big black woman <laughs> who doesn't take shit from anyone. <laughs> So, you know what, um, and when it, but it is exactly that. Yeah. At, at some point, you know what, you just say, enough is enough. Uh, you know what, I, I, I don't, I don't take crap. Like space I, to be. I no, also of think it so. Is. Of course it is. And I'll go back now and a little bit of history about menopause is in the 1700s, uh, menopause was, was, um, Defined by doctors, the end of the menstrual cycle and the start of a group of diseases classified as a syndrome. But also in that period, older women were seen as bit, as witches. Sorry, I, I really, I think they were bitchy, but as witches and they were burned at the stake because they had a mind of their own. They were not submissive anymore, etc., etc. So that's a big thing that's for me, that's where it started. Then a friend of mine told me one day while we were shopping for a, a gift for my daughter that turned 21 in Peter Maritzburg. I hate KZN weather, KZN weather. It's too humid for me, even if though I was thinking I wasn't in menopause at that stage. And we were just walking in an air conditioned mall and she said to me, listen, you are in menopause. 
because I was like pff, sweat was pouring, pouring sweat. down from my head. So that was my second um, symptom. If I can, if I think back about it, I wish, I wish I had that information at my fingertips. It's but someone actually spoke about it. Exactly. You know what? For and so my many doctor years, told me, okay, don't worry, because I found, I did feel changes in my body, but when I went to my doctor, he said, oh, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with your bloods, and um, this, I can't find anything, and, you know, mm. that, and it, I knew something was happening with me, but nobody Pinpointed to me We never spoke about this with our mothers No, it, it, you know It's exactly the same I just thought, um, yes, but my mother men. can swear That's what I thought When she was in that When I reflect back to that Stage of her life is That's the time that she Used the most awful words Which I, it's, it's part of my normal Vocabulary now In the office <laughs> It's usually um, <laughs> directed towards me. <laughs> yeah, so that is the things that that started it for me is I was very assertive and I sweat like hell. I slept under the aircon and my poor husband in in winter was under three or four duvets. He mm. couldn't take it. You know. Yeah, and you know what that's that's one of the the most prevalent symptoms is um, I have to change my, my nitrates or you know what I'm boiling and everyone around me is freezing yeah um, and it usually starts not n- not a hundred percent but it usually starts at night time for most women most women night sweets um, yes. it starts at night time you know what and guys unfortunately um, when you start sweating at night time it's a sign of andropause yeah. you know there's so many similarities um Elise, I find it strange. We've known for so many years, acknowledged for so many years, that women go through menopause. Um, but yet we don't talk about it. No, we still don't talk about it. Okay. So, big, big signs of menopause. And here I want to say it's that emotional ability where you, you, are happy, sad, angry, pissed off, um, sorry for yourself. Bitchy. Um, all in one sentence. Yes, exactly. That's a lot of emotions. <laughs> yeah. 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 But so you know what? Can you imagine having to cope with that? 24-7, that's a lot. I yeah. feel but very can old. you imagine having to cope with that in a work environment? No wonder you are oh. fatigued because you need to... Can you imagine coping with that when you have your grandchildren around oh, you? Oh, my word. I think I might kill someone. Okay. <laughs> and that oh. is why menopause for so many women is so incredibly difficult. Um, then there's the... the Physical side. In that sentence that you experience anger, da 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 da, forgetfulness. I will forget that you are Mark that I'm talking to. You will be somakuas because I forgot your name. So the forgetfulness is huge. It's very interesting. If we look, and we've spoken about this, um, one of the biggest effects of estrogen in the brain, and 
that's where, you know, what that's where estrogen plays its biggest role is in the areas that's responsible for the formation of forming memory and learning. That's why women are better learners than men. Um, because of the estrogen receptors. Now suddenly you have decreased estrogen, um, your memory will decline. And that and um next week we will be joined by by our uh, neurotherapist Yvonne van Beek again. Yvonne will tell us that that leads to a physical structural change in the brain. The brain starts looking differently. So um other symptoms, sleep disturbances. Yes. Uh, wait, Elise, now the body really starts changing. Yes. Um, you mentioned an hourglass earlier. Yeah. So we like to think that we still have the hourglass figure, but then there's more minutes at the top part of the hourglass. In other words, and I asked what that was. I <laughs> the boobs get bigger. Yes, exactly. Um, the legs get thinner. Yes, and the bum looks like wet tea bags. You know, it's sagging like Hello, to the Dante. bottom. So, <laughs> sorry, I had to get that one in. Okay, um, so part of the physical changes is not only body composition. Is suddenly, I've got a, I've got hairs on my chin. I've got hairs on my um, Top lip. upper lip And I'll get pissed off Because my friend Which I just had coffee with Who was five inches from my face Didn't tell me about this thing That I just noticed in my car rear view mirror You know That is the physical changes Emotional changes interlinked um, What I'm trying to say is That it's uncontrollable. Elise, um, you know, I, I, I want to take that, what you've just said. And um, we introduced this show as menopause. When I put my men and my orgasm on pause. Yeah. Okay. So let's go the orgasm side because there's a lot of physical changes um, to... Women's reproductive systems and organs during this time. Um, the biggest one is atrophy of the vaginal mucosal membranes and lubrication. Explain that to yeah, us. So, yeah, that relate to lubrication. So, as as we all know, the vagina has as uh, folds in it, which no, we, call we don't all know this. So okay. a lot of people haven't even looked at their vagina. Okay. So explain this. All right. So in your vagina, you have rugal folds. That's what we call it. It's like looks like a concertina. That is there specifically to lengthen. As soon as sexual stimulation happens, your vagina lengthen and widens to accommodate a penis or. If you don't use a penis, a dildo, or whatever. A finger. A finger, whatever. Two fingers, whatever. <laughs> and then 
Um, during this sexual stimulation, <laughs> what now? <laughs> These two are hysterical, yeah. You know what? Fingers choking. <laughs> but two of you make me blush. But in any case, let's I was trying to keep quiet and keep a straight face. Don't, then don't, don't laugh in silence there. <laughs> in any case, so. During this process, it's, it's where our hormones are being activated for the sexual part of our relationship. Then the lengthening happens with estrogen and testosterone release. And then also with that, you get increased um, secretion of of fluids in your vagina. Mm. That's the lubrication we talk about. Now, as soon as that doesn't work anymore... Uh, if there's an imbalance in your hormones, that will stop that process or decrease that process. So in actual fact, as our estrogen and more estrogen here than testosterone, as our estrogen level starts decreasing, there's a physical change from something that has folds to something that now becomes smooth. Yes, correct. So it's again that and lengthening process now happen. can't happen. But Elise, um, you know, that has direct implications for Health, um, you know what? This is you. You always tell me that we have those folds and the vagina self cleaning. Correct. When those folds go, uh, yeah. So the vagina sort of has a way of working out undesired substances in our vaginas, and that's by like a peristalsis or contracting and releasing, contracting and releasing. So it works out the the bacteria, the germs, the etc. etc. So think about your mucous membranes in your nose. Okay. Okay. They have small little hairs that make a a, a, a kind of a wavy movement. Mm. And it moves the mucus, very, very little mucus. You know, it's not snot um, along. <laughs> okay. And that's almost the same, if my yes. understanding is correct, and then, protects- Elise, of, of how the vagina works. Yeah. There's also these little cells, you know, the anatomist can go and look into that, you know, for all Intents and purposes um, The vagina cleans itself With the mucus that it produces um, As estrogen Decreases That mucus production Decreases Now think about what happens to most of us in winter um, Your nose becomes Dry and burny Especially in the morning when you wake up Why? Because the air is dry And now it cracks and Now it's sore and now we have infection. And Elise, what I wanted us to allude to was the increase in thrush and especially in urinary tract infections yes. in women during the menopausal stages. And that um, that was a study that was done. Um, I can't just remember the authors and which year it was pr- um, produced or written. Um, uh, Menopausal woman sits with a low-grade bladder infection and a low-grade thrush uh, infection in the vagina. Uh, they are not aware of it. They, it's only picked up 
when we do the examination or the test in the mm-hmm. office. The other thing is, if it's there, it's sitting there, um, and something triggers it, maybe there is intercourse for first time in six months, then those women present with the honeymoon cystitis profile. Ah, yeah, bladder infections yeah. and PWEB. Okay. Um. And then, um, you know, that's why it's so very important to, to look at that health part of your body. It's, it's undeniable who you are as a woman, um, and you need to look at that. Why not looking at that part, making sure it's healthy, like you would shave your legs, wax your eyebrows, etc., etc. Um, these Can, women. I'm going to ask you a question. I always tell my men that I see with erectile difficulties. I give them homework. Yes. Okay, um, it's not masturbation. It's actually I need you to connect your brain and your penile brain, which is what most men think with. Um, again, by experiencing different sensations. So I tell them, you need to go and feel what is cold, what is hot, what's smooth, what's rough. And then you actually need to make that connection. Again, we're talking about neuroplasticity. For women, and I'm asking this question, could regular masturbation improve lubrication? Absolutely. If you don't use it, you lose it. So, noted. <laughs> yeah, that's the excuse. And you know what? Doctor's orders. <laughs> if, if masturbation is difficult, we get go back to this wonderful world we live in. There's stuff like lubricants. Use it, and then you will. It's like taking a snack one evening or during the day. Next time, shall I or shall I not? Then you take it again. And then it becomes a habit. Because now, remember, we are addictive to carbohydrates. We can be addicted to carbohydrates, sugar, etc. As soon as you make a habit of it, then your body is rejuvenating itself. It will start with that process again. So um, we, go, we go back to a bit of neurology um, and neurotransmitter chemical messengers. Dopamine is released when we experience something that either feels good or makes us happy. And that creates a reward, motivated, repetitive behavior. So, you know what, the release of dopamine in the brain can be positive or negative. Addicts, for instance, um, have dependency on that rush that they get because it releases dopamine. So they want to do it again. Um, but we can do that with things that are good for us, um, like an orgasm. You know what, you want, you get one. Oh my God, this feels great. So, uh, you know what? You want another one. Um, it can be exercise. You know what? I feel good. Therefore, there's a release of dopamine. Um, I want to do it again. It's a reward for me. 
And you know what? This is why you have these people that run around on treadmills going nowhere. I still don't understand that. But Me in neither. Any case. Um, Elise, let's go into the <laughs> so post. Clearly, you guys are not all about the fitness life. <laughs> Darling, look at me. It's and much me. easier to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I can also have a much more speed. So, um, Elise, postmenopause. Okay, so I I want to go back to the menopausal stage. There's so many emotional and mental things happening in the menopausal stage. It sounds so easy to tell people use that the. Sexual organs or lose it But you mentally Don't have the capacity to even Think about it With me it happened that I felt asexual Meaning Most most of our patients actually exactly. do that They're not interested in sex You're asexual, you don't feel feminine Anymore You You don't even think about that But you need to be so aware of this stage that you have to nurture yourself in that period. You know what? I, I I'm I'm going to share what we experience in our practice, and one of the biggest reasons that I I I started um, the tea clinic for women specifically was um, I fixed the men. You know what? They came in with erectile dysfunction and low libidos. Um, and for many years, I, you know what? I, I did not want to deal with women. I have a background in ops and gynae. Um, and I had, I had my share. Women are difficult to deal with because of this very complex disease. Um, and the syndrome, which is so nondescript. And the guys came in and they said to me, okay, now fix my wife or fix my partner. Um, for me, one of the things that that's so sad is as we get older, as we go through this change, the physical, the emotional, the mental changes of menopause, of andropause, the spontaneity in our sexual relationships Go out the door We've spoken about it The biggest cause of sexual dysfunction In one party Is if a sexual dysfunction In the other party So if my husband can't get it up It makes me feel self-conscious Am I moving right? Am I moaning right? Um, am I not attractive anymore? Um, it creates self-esteem issues with, with me as, as a woman um, And it creates suspicion and resentment as well Do you know, did you know That the divorce rate of women or initiated by women divorce in their 40s 50s and 60s is 60 percent of all divorces why is it just that you know now i'm not going to take your bullshit anymore uh you're not satisfying it is related to menopause it is related to the changes in a woman's um Character, personality, etc., etc. It's also related then to um, men that doesn't 
understand what the woman goes through. Yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, at least I'm going to stop you there. And I'm also going to say it's women who don't understand what men exactly. are going through. Exactly. Um, exactly. Sexual, sexual problems in men, um, immediately embarrass us. Um, our, our, uh, a man is a man because he has an erect penis. Um, if my, if my dick's not working, I'm less of a man. And you know what? What your brain will do, and ladies, please listen to this. What happens with a man when we are experiencing sexual difficulties, especially in either maintaining an erection or getting an erection, is we are going to try and avoid the situation. So, I'm going to work late hours. I'm going to come home tired or in a mood so that, you know what, I do not have to face the embarrassment or the anxiety or the disappointment that goes with a failed attempt to intercourse. And now I want to speak to everyone and say, people, there's so much more to having good sex than penetration. There's so much more to intimacy than penetration. Um, and, you know, it is, that's one of a few messages that we ever get across, Elise. I think we've done well. Yeah. Um, because this is what you teach your woman is, you know what? Acknowledge what you are, who you are, what you like. And you know what? Actually, you, you know, don't need a guy to give it to you. I've also read something that our sexual energy is our life force energy. If you don't have that anymore, and it's, it's not in infinite supply, you need to go back to what what works for you Go for your sensual What gives you sensual pleasures And that comes back to not It's not only penetration It can be sensual if um, My husband for instance Just look at me in a certain way You know go back to that And don't deny that it's there And that is like a roller Or a snowball effect That leads up to the Get back to the intimacy Speak to one another Connect again And then um, th that will help In the the process of your relationship Don't uh, keep I'm, quiet I'm, about I'm, these things You know what I often speak about Stefan and myself And um, this is a very intimate thing But one of our biggest turn-ons Is lying next to one another Telling each other our fantasies mm. You know what Wow, it's like boom And uh, before we can finish the fantasy We're either enacting it or F Fell asleep <laughs> Moving on swiftly <laughs> Stefan, talk to Elise um, So um, now um, Elise, post-menopause 
Postmenopause, this is most probably some of our patients start decreasing the hot flashes or they're no longer having them. This is when osteoporosis starts kicking in. This is where uh, brain function starts declining. And I just want to say, some people, we spoke about this. Do you remember that we said women who do not go on to hormone replacement therapy are four times more likely to develop something like Alzheimer's disease? Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> That's yes, scary, huh? So, um, Elise, we, we said in our promo that we're going to talk about um, the seven dwarfs and their master. Okay, Who but cares? Let's go back to the postmenopausal stage. That is where everything is now smooth sailing in the sense of you don't have this mood swings anymore. It's like a, it's, you're on calm waters now. Okay. But you have to get there with help and you don't need to stop. Your treatment that I, you I, I would advise women not to stop not to their stop treatments, because not until they're in their 70s. Yeah. So okay. uh, sometimes you will feel that you don't need that treatment anymore, but the benefits of it, taking it, it is immense. Especially on Men- brain function. Mental function, exactly. Um, you know what? This protect, keeping your memory, and keeping physical, you, your bone density. Bone density, et cetera, et cetera. skin, hair, yeah. weight. Um, so there's, there's a lot. But before we talk about, um, the safety of hormone replacement therapy, and we have spoken about this before. But Let's, are we going to? <laughs> well, we can talk about that at some point. Let's let's talk about itchy, bitchy, sleepy, scratchy, whatever they are. I can't remember all of them. Oh. You know, I, I tend to forget um, about forgetful uh, psycho. I would like to, to tell people about what we spoke about on our intro video yesterday, posted yesterday. And um, I said, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs And you said so what And the Seven Dwarfs And that was like yes what So what I am in this stage of my life And this is my Seven Dwarfs Itchy Bitchy. But explain itchy. Itchy skin, vaginal skin or vaginal itchiness, skin itchiness. Most dryness. women dryness. Women will tell you my breasts are, are itching all the time. Mm. Okay, they develop um, an itchy vagina. We spoke about this earlier. Dry, atrophied vagina. Thrush, etc. Bitchiness is your mental thing, your mood swings. I asked my husband when I was in that terrible stage during my menopause um, stage, and he said he thought I was crazy and irrational. Um, irrational. Yeah. And I was, my sexual side was like, a freezer, you know, not even a fridge. It was like a freezer. He couldn't get close to me. I and love my think, husband, but I can't stand him. And he think that is where I started with Akhanyobluxum. That's the part where it started. <laughs> yeah, you said you were a different woman. <laughs> you see that look. Yeah. Do you know how often I get it in my own office? I was also a bit terrified. I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> okay, so that's um, bitchy. Yes. Sweaty is your, is your hot flushes and your night sweats. People are not aware of hot flushes 
per se in the beginning because um, they just think it's the temperature outside, what, what, what. But mm. first thing is the night sweats. Gary, this is for you. The <laughs> night sweats. Then um, you're bloating. You feel bloated. Um, we have a patient that told us, you know what, I don't care what you say. I eat chips, sweets, gas, cool drink. I want everything that is in in front of me. I want to eat it. That is where the gut comes in. And I'm sure we'll speak about this next week with Stacey yes. as well on the show. And then sleepy, battle with sleep. Then you can't get enough sleep. You're always tired, etc. Forgetfulness. Fat fatigue. Fat yes. fatigue is is. Horrible. Yeah. Your memory, uh, forgetfulness, your memory is so shot that you can actually plan your own surprise party. (laughs) 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 That's amazing. Something to look forward to now. For me, at least I like that one. The only one that I have to rival that is I'm so lacking in imagination. I had to play with my brother's imaginary friends. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one, the seventh one is psycho. And we spoke a lot about it. You are not crazy. What you're experiencing is real symptoms. You are not crazy. Go and get help. So that is the so what. I and am in this change of life, uh, of life and my seven dwarfs. So, you know what? Let's, let's circle back right to the beginning. Um, menopause and its associated stages, the perimenopause and postmenopausal eras can start as usually from your early 40s and that period can carry on until in your into your early 60s it's 20 years where you go through this roller coaster up and down yes um it initially presents with such nondescript symptoms and signs that we do not pick it up on normal blood tests um, It's about Interpreting those blood tests Accurately according to um, The patient's Clinical picture The history that the patient Is giving you And you know what more importantly um, Understanding What this patient Is telling you in their language Yeah um, it, it It's a difficult Diagnosis to make And even more difficult To manage Why? Because it's a constant fluctuation Which means You can't just Give a little tablet Here you're now on hormone Replacement therapy It's about optimizing Hormones So many times we've spoken about Um All the hormone systems are linked to one another, some way or another. For instance, our sex hormones are steroid hormones. The steroid hormones include your thyroid, 
your adrenal glands, cortisol, adrenaline, noradrenaline, testosterone, and ladies, if you do not have testosterone, you will not have estrogen. Testosterone, a, major, a, a lot of your estrogen comes from conversion from testosterone. So it's not, oh, but by talking testosterone, I, I, I'm, I'm Espe- not, I'm especially not a man. when your ovaries stopped working. Yeah. Especially then, it's when you're, um, Remember we said when you ovulate you, you secrete a little bit of testosterone yeah. But if you stopped ovulating um, Or your ovaries Was removed, surgically removed Or your or, uterus for that matter yeah, And with ovarian sparing your testosterone So um, the biggest Defect of these hormones are not Only physical, they actually On three Big things One, your gut yep. Two, your brain and three your mental faculties so um i i i'm i'm always draw a triangle in the air for my patients and i say to them it's like flying through the bermuda triangle you do not know which direction to go in it's it's what one came, which one came first what direction is this flow in because it's in all of them uh, it's quite confusing the there are people that can help you if you think you're going through this. Um, contact your GP. Say to him, listen, could this be perimenopause? And what is there that I can do? If your GP can't help you or your gynae doesn't help you, you know what? You're not mad. Sometimes these things are very difficult to um, diagnose, especially when the biochemical picture, your blood tests, are not conclusive. Doctors like evidence-based medicine. Sometimes, you know, to further our understanding, we have to move beyond what's, what, what is the old evidence. Um, and that's one of the things that we do at the T-Clinic. Optimizing hormone levels. Can I just... Interject, yeah. One thing that you always tell the patients is we need their feedback. Oh, absolutely. If you follow a recipe, uh, historically we all will follow a recipe, and that's the evidence-based medicine. What what needs to change or what needs to be taken in consideration is your palate is different than my palate. So why don't we change your seasoning a little bit for you to like what you're eating? So we spoke about the cake and on the website there's a cake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use an, an analogy that I use in my, in my rooms for every single patient. And that's about a Formula One racing team. Um, when we take a look at this car, we can plug this car into the computer. Apparently, that's what BMW does. Um, and then it gives us data. These are the blood tests. So we look at your physical body, okay, and the biochemistry. And by looking at the blood test, it tells us this and this and this is wrong. Now, we can go and fix that. And that's often what GPs do, or specialists for that matter. They just fix the car. Now this car, theoretically, is the best car. 
And then I put you Behind the wheel Of this car And suddenly we realize that The seat Does not fit you It's too far uh, You know what You can't see in your rear view mirrors Now we start driving the car And suddenly you realize But I don't have enough acceleration Or this car's going too fast For my liking I can't brake sharp enough I can't corner well enough And if you don't give us Your technical support team That feedback Effectively We can't give you The best driving experience And this is what we do at the T-Clinic We make small little adjustments To all the systems If I give you more power I have to give you better brakes And suddenly You know what Oh God, you know what Lewis Hamilton, my ass And you have The best lap time The aim of This now is to give you Continuously The best lap time And suddenly it starts raining And now Everything changes I have To change the tires Because it doesn't have enough grip I have to change how I brake, maybe put new brake pads on, etc., etc. And that is what we do at the T-Clinic. Correct. So, for you that need or want more information, go to our websites. Um, chat to your GPs, chat to your friends, chat to your mother, chat to your sister, chat to your aunts. You know what? There's nothing like a cool aunt because she'll tell you everything that you need to know. Speak to them. They've been there. You're not alone. You are not mad. There are ways in which we can treat you. They are safe. They're effective. And more than ever, they improve your well-being and your quality of life. So, that's the end of today's show. And Sampiwe, you need to have your sleep test. Um, <laughs> so, next week is the last show for the year. And we've decided to do a bit of a retrospective. So, we're going to look at some of the biggest... Shows that we've had Some of the, the big topics that we've discussed Things like melanoma uh, Kidney function uh, Gut health um, Sleep Neuroplasticity ne- Everything So in, in studio next week Will be uh, Sister Elise uh, uh, Our gut coach Stacey Holland And our neurotherapist And um, uh, Neuroplasticity expert uh, Yvonne van Beek uh, Join us It's going to be a fun show And it's going to be a recap If you want to ask specific Questions on specific topics Email us at um, the tclinic.com You'll find um, a way There, there'll be a link For you to email us if you have a specific Question, till then Stay safe, uh, mask Up and um, wash Your hands The Tea Health Show Medical Lifestyle Show